chapter 5, we'll start with verse 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance. He was a deliverer. He was a, a great man. He was next to the king of Syria. It says he was a mighty man in valor. And scripture tails off the beginning of this wonderful epitaph with this statement, but he was a leper. But he was a leper. I wonder if you just pray together with me and we'll let the word talk for a few moments this morning. But I'm just wondering if you would allow the spirit of the Lord to bring revelation because maybe there is some complications in the word for you, but here's what I understand is that when God reveals the word, when revelation is released, something happens and the complex becomes simple. We all come from different facets and backgrounds and histories this morning. We've got philosophical struggles and we've got emotional struggles, we've got financial struggles, we've got spiritual struggles, the devil's real. But here's what I know, God can push back every barrier and make a way for his word to work in this room this morning. That is what I know. Would you pray together with me that that would happen in this room? Jesus, Lord, we are inviting you right now. You've already been in this room, but God, this is personal. God, corporately, we've gathered to worship and we've sung songs together and we've been directed as we should. God, by worship directors and leaders that have brought us into your presence. But God, what happens in the next few moments is very personal. God, it's between you and someone this morning. Now, the word's going to work. It's, it's a corporate body, but here's what I know is that someone is going to get what they need specifically from you today in the next few moments. So God, I pray that every distraction would be dismissed. I pray this morning that every division, everything that would separate us from your plan, God, would be destroyed. And God, that there would be clear access in all of our hearts for you to work the way that you desire to work. I give you great praise because you are a great God. Would someone just say, in Jesus' name? And then if you want to affirm what we've just prayed, would you say, amen? Amen. You may be seated this morning. Naaman was a leper. He had many things going for him. Greatness, authority, power, control. He had, obviously he was a, a brilliant man. He had led men into battle, it said, by God. But because of him, the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. Because of him, though, God specifically credits Naaman with some ability, with some talent, and with some gifting. But I'd like to remind you that as we started this lesson out, and I'm not going to be a long time this morning, that sometimes all of our good things get in the way of what God wants to do in us. Sometimes all of our talents and our giftings and our abilities get in the way of the very thing that God would desire to do most. When, it, when push comes to shove and the greatest need comes into our life, sometimes the greatest need is something we can't do anything about personally. Naaman was in a position where he could fight the enemy and walk out with deliverance. He could analyze the battlefield and he would be able to say, now I need this many soldiers over here and I need these, this many soldiers over here and put the archers up there and put the chariots over here and, and this is how we're going to advance. And by the end of the battle, he'd walk out and said, I knew that that plan would work. However, 
in this circumstance and in this situation, his sickness had completely baffled him. He had nowhere to turn. He had nothing he could do because leprosy was an endless, a door that had no output. There was just a dead end door in his life. It was the end for him. He was a leper. His might went out the window. His honor, his, his ability, his greatness, his, de, his delivering capacity, it, it was gone because he was a leper. However, in the midst of the story, there's just a single little element that's introduced. Little, <clears throat> a little maid, the Bible tells us in verse 2, had come by way of uh, captivity into Naaman's household. I'll, I'll be brief. I'll just try and summarize for us. And, and it was when she heard about the master having leprosy, she said unto her mistress, I would God my Lord were with the prophet that's in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. Just a simple fact, just a simple statement by a simple child was all it took to set this whole story in motion. It's written in the book of Kings because God wants us to know that sometimes it's just a simple word is all we need. Sometimes it's just a simple fact that needs to be released in our lives so that God can do some elaborate work. Anybody know that God can just use a simple word this morning? Something simple that, that God's going to release through his word. It's, it's going to work this morning in our lives. It was just a simple word that came from this little girl and, and, and it began to, to lodge itself in Naaman's mind. And as a matter of fact, it, it begins, it's the catalyst that gets this story rolling in. And so it ends up that the simple word, now you remember what she said. She said, I, I just wish that he was with the prophet in Samaria. That's simple. Now watch what happens when we get in the middle of a simple word from God. Here's what happens. The simple statement turns into Naaman, the king of Syria, writing a letter to the king of Israel. Now, that's not what the little servant girl said. But when humanity gets involved, we can complicate the simple. You know what I'm talking about? I was going to take a shot at fast food drive through but I'm going to refrain. Let's, okay, I will. Let's start with getting the simple stories, simple orders straight before we try and the upsell. Okay, I'll leave that. That's only me, I guess. That only ever happened to me. Just a large regular. That's one and one. I'm not even going to complicate it for you. That's all I want. I don't know how often I've got that wrong. They've got the, I've got the wrong coffee when I've asked for one cream, one sugar. Um, my face is getting flushed. I'm, I'm embarrassed for some reason. They do a great job in Marysville. I'll just say that. But when Naaman gets in the middle of this simple instruction or simple request or simple opportunity that's presented, all of a sudden we've got letters flying from kings to kings. We've got entire kingdoms up in motion. We've got pomp and splendor. We, we've got Naaman. Naaman's in action. He's, he's got... Uh, He's got a couple hundred pounds of silver. He's at 750 pounds of silver. He's got 150 pounds of gold. He's got 10 changes of clothes for the prophet. And, and he's prepared to take this simple instruction 
and complicate it to the nth degree. He's getting it complicated. I didn't. <clears throat> we do that. Someone say we do that. Say, Jack, you do that. If you can't own it, I'll own it. I'll own it for you. I can do that. I, I can complicate the most simple thing. And, and I, I went looking for some, some examples of ways that we can complicate. i got to get away from my notes. This is a little tight in here. <clears throat> I, I, <clears throat> I went looking on the Internet for simple things that we complicate. So here's, here's some simple things that we complicate. One plus one equals two. Richard, come here for a minute. Come here for a minute. Isaiah's working hard, so we'll leave him right there. All right, God bless, brother. How many grateful to see Richard here this morning? Yeah, I'm excited. Now, here's, here's one plus one equals two. That's a basic, I think we all learned that. We learned that before we even went to school. Thank you, bro. That's as, that's as complicated as it got this morning. You may be seated. That's, that's simple. But if you want to go online, there was a turn, a turn of the century, there's a, a mathematician that decided in order to unpack math that, that he would start with the most basic equation of 1 plus 1 equals 2. And that he was just going to you know, write a few pages and, and, uh, and just kind of a dissertation about this mathematical equation that we all know, we all have the answer to, we can calculate it, you know, preschoolers can calculate it, um, kids that can't even talk yet can calculate that. Uh, you know, that, that's a simple, but, but when they began to unpack it, it, it turned into over 300 pages of mathematical form. The proof for one plus one equals two is actually over 300 pages long. Bertrand Russell, mathematician, took 300 pages to discuss the and prove the fact that one plus one equals two. I, I'm telling you that we can complicate the simple. 372 pages of complex sums. The mammoth solution was published as Principia Mathematica. 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 I don't know what it is. Three volumes full. Complicate. We can complicate the simple. I just showed you. Me and Richard. Two guys. One plus one equals two. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't say you didn't learn nothing at CCC this morning. I, I, you know, I look for other things that we complicate. They, they, they say, now to me, rock, paper, scissors, that's simple. Who's going to win? We have three people, three opinions, three options, three opportunities. Rock, paper, scissors, let's do it. Now that seems simple to me. Everyone, just, just try that with your neighbor, would you? Let's see, let's see how many winners we have in the room. Pick a neighbor and, and tell them. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors right now. Girls? One, two. Oh, you wait. She won. How many winners in the room? Now to me, that, that's pretty simple. However, dozens of papers have been written about this subject. Because the game apparently, and, and, and now they've even got to the point that in order to properly assess the situation, they're, they're, they're blindfolding people so that, that they can't analyze people's subconscious uh, movements before the game is played. 
Simple. Just complicated. It's a game of rock, paper, scissors, folks. You know who that is? That's a competitive person that didn't want to lose. We can complicate. Simple. So here we have Naaman. He's complicating the simple. He's got leprosy. He has no other option. He's got no other hope. But all of a sudden, at just a simple word from a simple girl, simple servant girl, all of a sudden, 750 pounds of silver and 150 pounds of gold. And we've got, we've got all kinds of stuff, letters flying back and forth. We've got two kingdoms up in arms. We've got one king, the king of Israel. He's tearing his robe because he's frustrated about trying to find the prophet for this mighty Syrian guy. And, and we've just complicated. All we've got to do is get Naaman in the presence of of the prophet that's all we got to do you know some people you turn this morning into something so complicated what am I going to wear what am I going to say well how am I going to respond what I wonder if someone's blah, 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 blah. a 50 50 thing we're just going to church why why do we go to church we go to church because God wants to talk to us we go to church because we want to talk to God that's as simple as it gets don't complicate it it's just about getting together with people who are walking the same road that you're walking and somehow when we get together in the presence of God miracles happen signs and wonders occur lives get changed homes get redirected miracles happen when we get in the presence of God don't try and complicate it it's just the way that God works this morning. So Naaman's complicating things. Finally, we get Naaman in the presence of the prophet, and, and he shows up with his pomp and splendor. He's got his horses, his chariots. He's got his entourage with him. And, and Elisha, here, here it is. Elisha doesn't even come to the door. Why? It's just simple. It's just simple. He doesn't even come to the door. Elisha sends a messenger. He doesn't even come himself. He says, he says here's what you're going to tell Naaman. Go wash in the Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be cleaned. Someone say simple. Well, someone shout simple. That's as simple as it gets. Seven times Jordan. Go Naaman. I can't believe it. He didn't even come out the door. I cannot believe it. I got 750 pounds of silver. I got 150 pounds of gold. I've got 10 brand new suits, 10 robes, 10 robes for the prophet. And he didn't even come out the door. That's it. And he's going to send me to the Jordan, the dirty old Jordan. Hold on, Naaman. Would you remind me of what your options are? You have no options. This should be simple. I told you it's not profound this morning. I wasn't lying. It's simple. Damascus rivers are cleaner. Check. That's not what he said to do. You're right, but you're wrong. Yeah, you, you could go wash there, but when you go down a leper, you're going to come up a leper. The prophet said seven times, muddy Jordan, don't know why, go. Come on, it's simple, just go. And he's all up in arms. He's got his arms folded. He's pitching a fit. And the scripture says that that, that, that that one soldier, he says that his servant, another servant comes here and he speaks to him. He said, my father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather than when he said unto thee, wash and be clean. And it's then, okay, okay, let's just keep this simple. 
And he went down, listen, and he dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Simple. What a miracle. All he had to do was obey, obey that simple command. How hungry are you, Naaman? How bad do you need or want your healing? It's simple obedience. I'm always amazed at the starts that some people have. They come so far so fast. But when God asks the simplest thing, they shut down. They slam the brakes on. Their arms get folded. They stomp away. I don't know if that's anybody here. I really don't. I don't have a single person in my mind. I just know that that happens sometimes. But God asks for simple things. You know, when it comes, the significance of leprosy in scriptures is that it represents sin. And I will summarize quickly. It represents sin. And part of the miracles of Christ in the New Testament, Luke 17, you can read about it. It says he went to Jerusalem and he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, the Bible says... But he invited them to come. When he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, they were cleansed. Jesus is batting 100% here. It's 10 out of 10. Now, now, for 9 out of 10, for 9 out of 10, we would have still turned the lights on this morning. If we said, okay, we have the chance. Here's, here's, our, here's our, 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 you know, our opportunity and Here's 10 people. Now we have a 9 out of 10 chance. We'd still turn the lights on this morning. Are you grateful for that? I mean, for 8 out of 10, we'd still turn the air conditioner on for you. For 7 out of 10, we'd turn the heat on in the wintertime. We won't this morning. I mean, for 6 out of 10, for 5, for, I'll tell you what, for 1 out of 10, we'd, we would have done everything we've done here this morning. Because it's worth the 1. It's just a simple message for simple people this morning. The gospel is simple. It's as simple as it gets. I, I mean, we share the hill with three ball fields. Do you know what a good batting average is? You can go online and look at the Royals hitting history. You can find the Royals hitting history all the way back to 1970. From 1970 to 2017, you'll find that the greatest batting average is somewhere in the .432 range. That means that four out of ten times, on average, that batter hit the ball. Why wouldn't we have church for 10 out of 10? Why wouldn't we have church if Jesus is able to heal? I, I think the story of the 10 leprous men is that God said, it doesn't matter what you bring me. No cause too great. No problem too great. I, I'm able to heal. I'm able to deliver. He's, he's batting 10 out of 10. He's got a 100%. He's got a 1.0 batting average. He never fails. Every one of them are home runs. He puts lives back together. If they still put a pitcher on the plate and they, uh, on the mound and a pitcher at the uh, batter at the plate, I tell you what, we'll still have church for one. God can. God will. I'm grateful for what God is able to do this morning. That's what I know. So here we are. We're sharing a ball field. They, they still got, they're cooking hot dogs right now. They got a ball team over there getting ready to play. And they're already batting the ball. 
I, I watched it pour and rain. Parents, umbrellas. They're willing to play ball in hopes that someone will hit that ball. I'll tell you, we're, we're willing to play ball this morning because God never fails. He never misses every person that we bring to him. If you're willing to come, God can solve it. God can heal. God can deliver. I'm, I'm thankful for what God did here on Friday night. What a powerful mission service. How many were here? God touched in this room. That, that missionary preached about being in the midst of just previous to a miracle and just in the perimeter of a miracle and, and he talked to us about just moments before the miracle occurs don't give up I, I feel like we're right just before a miracle happens in somebody's life this morning I feel like we're just on that that verge we're, we're about to to lob God the problem of our lives and we're about to lob God the situation that we've encountered we're about to give it to God and I tell you what he's gonna do it's a home run he won't miss he's going to come on he's gonna solve Whatever the problem is this morning, coming back to the music today, coming back to the music today, it was just a simple message. Brother David Smith, uh, he talked to us when he was here, he, he'd stop service up just like this and hold things, he said, no, no, this is what we're going to do. He, he talked about baptism. My son can quote him almost verbatim now. We're going to repent. Hi, God. My name David Smith. My name's not David Smith. My name's Jack Lehman. I'm a simple guy. But here's what I know. When we come to God, he hears every prayer that's prayed. He knows exactly where we are. He knows what's happening. And if we come to him, he will heal. He will deliver. When Naaman came out of that water, he was so grateful. He was so grateful for the simplicity of what was presented to him. A servant girl. I just wish that he would. A prophet, go dip seven times. That's not complicated. And the gospel isn't either. Like I mentioned, we can complicate the gospel, but the Bible tells us that the wisdom of the world is foolishness when it comes to God. And that this gospel is foolish to the world. Why? Because we are going to complicate it. But God says, take a step back. Look at the big picture. It's simple. And I don't know how. I don't know how to break it down any easier than just say, it doesn't matter what your past is. God can turn your life around. Period. Now here's what we're going to do. We're going to be like name and we're going to try and get all the entourage together. We're going to try and get all our, our ducks in a row. We're going to plan and organize and prepare. And... It doesn't matter. It's simple. It's just simple obedience to the word of the Lord. Acts 2, you'll find it. People were as confused as they ever were. And just Peter preaches. He says, repent, be baptized, every one of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Go to the next verse, if you would, guys. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Next verse. And with many other words that he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. That opportunity is ours this morning. It's just simple. It's obedience to the word of the Lord. 
Final illustration. I, I, I don't understand how power works. And that's another simple thing that scientists can't really, can't really understand. They can't understand. Now we know, we know we can break down the parts of it that works. We know that, you know, the basic building block of humanity are atoms. And on the inside atoms, we have protons and neutrons. And outside of atoms, we've got electrons that are flowing around. And from our electrons, we get electricity. Electrons, freely moving electrons. Some, some materials, conductors, they have more free electrons that can just kind of float around. Just kind of, that's copper. Let's say copper. Many free electrons. Then there's resistors. They don't have so many electrons floating around. So thank God for resistors. That way we can handle copper. Our houses don't burn down. We don't electrocute ourselves. We've got that. So well, when I came in this morning, this was dark in here. It was dark. Now I could try and say, well, here's what I've got to understand. I've got to understand that if that <clears throat> light's going to come on, then the electrons have got to spin at this rate around that atom. And the neutrons and the protons, they've got to create that substance that creates the environment for the electricity to flow. And, and we could... We could start to unpack all of that before we just turn around and flip on the light switch. I don't need to understand everything about electricity to turn on the light. You don't have to understand everything about the gospel or even baptism in order to be baptized this morning. All you have to know is, here's, here's, here's what it was like this morning. I came in, it was dark, I turned on the light. simple here's how it is for us in life we're in the dark Naaman you have leprosy God can God can heal the leprosy in your God can heal the sin problem in your life you say well I've got all 750 pounds it's gonna cost you 750 pounds of silver going to be 150 pounds of gold. It's going to take 10 new suits, 38 Coronation Street, if you'll just drop all that off. No, the, prof the prophet wouldn't even receive the gift. Why? That would have complicated it. It was just simple. Go dip in the Jordan seven times. Go dip in the Jordan. It's simple this morning. Repent. That's, that's when you realize you're in the dark and you turn around. Head to the light switch. That's baptism. Turn the light on. And when we do our part, when we turn our lives, it's as simple as praying a prayer of repentance. God, turn my life around. I can't continue living this way. It's in that moment that we turn around. Baptism turns a light on in our life. And that's what's going to happen in a few minutes with Ethan. Is Ethan in the room? Are you getting ready? I talked to Ethan last week when he said, Annette brought him in. She said, tell Pastor Jack, ask Pastor Jack the question. He's like, you tell him. Annette was like, nope, you tell him. You ask him. Tell him what you want to do. He's like, I want to be baptized. I said, Ethan, that's awesome. Because it is. Then my next question, 
because we are very technical about baptism. We are. You have to be able to answer one question. Have you repented of your sin? Do you understand what happens when you're baptized? All my sins get washed away. That's what he said. We're ready. I was talking to after. She said, when Brother Smith was preaching that simple close at the end of his message, and he was just telling us what we need to do, Ethan was like, Mom, 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 I need to be baptized. So we'll just wait, Ethan. Mom, I need to be baptized. That's how simple it gets. I thank God that this is a simple gospel. I thank God that this isn't complicated. I thank God that he opens that door of opportunity. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how complicated to make it. That's as simple as it gets. We're going to baptize him in just a moment. We're going to sing a few songs. But I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think he's alone this morning. I think there's some people that, and maybe your first step today is a decision to turn your life around. That's where it begins. I'm going to ask if we'll stand together. I'm going to open this altar because miracles happened already this weekend in this altar. And here's, here's what I know. If we give God a chance, God will work. So I'm going to open the altar. It's, I don't even know what time it is. It's four minutes, four minutes after 12. It's not complicated. I see I got a text message from our sound tech, or for, from our technician in the church presentation software. He says, LOL. I have the Principia Mathematica. Wave at us, Reuben. Reuben's a smart guy. That's his bedtime reading. <laughs> what is the chance of that? Seriously. Reuben, don't complicate it on us. One plus one. Someone shouted at is. Reuben knows that. Ethan knows the power of baptism. Six years old. I'm going to pray because I feel like that revelation that God wants to release in the room is at work. Father, I'm so thankful for what you're doing right here in this room right now. God, I feel your presence so real. God, in, in moments like this, you turn lives around. And God turned around lives. That results in healing. It results in help. God results in lives being changed and families being changed and courses being altered. God results in communities being impacted and affected. It, it just changes everything when you come in. So Lord, we're inviting you in to work the way that you work. We're going to open this altar and we're going to begin to sing. And God, I ask that someone, God, they need your intervention. Everything is going so well until. Everything was good until. God, that circumstance turned. It came at them out of nowhere. That leprosy showed up in their life. But you want to turn it this morning. God, that's our prayer. God, I join mine. God, my request with many others this morning, prayers that have been prayed, and I'd ask that you would work the way that you work. We ask in Jesus' name, we pray. Someone say amen.
something. And as you're saying amen, I wonder if you just leave where you are. We're going to join at the altar. We're going to find some folks to pray with. People have need this morning. I know that. Let's sing.